We're starting off Yud Aleph. We're on the last line of Yud Aleph. We kind of stopped right in the middle of, we had a bunch of Amarayim, we're going to have a bunch more right now. Of, and the way we explained it was that they were, they, they um, started when, when they were darshaning about the Purim, you know, Megillah, the Purim story. So they, they brought Psukim that tied it back to Nebuchadnezzar, etc. And that this is a Hamshach, a continuation of that. Because it's all, like we're going to see today, it fits in, right? There were really, Gullus happened in different, the Gullus from, we're going to see this in the timeline, we'll see it later, but the Gullus from, by the times of Bayes Rishon, happened in many stages. It wasn't like, boom, there was a war, and Gullus happened, and finished, right? That's why we're going to see different counts as far as how you get 70 years. So to the Geula that happened for Kal Yisrael, didn't all come at once. We're Mamshech, that entire thing, right, that the, the rise of Nebuchadnezzar, the Malchus of Nebuchadnezzar, are all the way through the Purim story to, to the Geula in the times of Bayesheni. But it, it was a process. It wasn't like a defined moment necessarily, right? We'll have to define years, but so that's the way we explain that these Psukim are working. So Ravdimi, last line on Yud Alpha, on Yud Amid Beis, Ravdimi, by Yitzchak Pasulai Pischalai Parshasamehacha. So he learned it from the following Pasuk. Pasuk said, this is how he started his drush, we are avadim, and we didn't leave, uh, we didn't leave, we, we, did, we were faithful in our service. Now what does this mean? When did this occur that HaKadosh Baruch we stuck, we stuck with HaKadosh Baruch and he came through for us? That was Uzman Haman. From the following Pasuk, this is how he would start his drasha. You, you placed a person, a man, to be the head. What does that mean? They came They came against us both That was Nebuchadnezzar, referring, referring to Nebuchadnezzar and Parai. That was the Kayach and Nebuchadnezzar. They bring down that, they're, they're, that they were, they're, they're different Kayachas that go into the Briya Salem and support the world. Eish, Mayim, there's others, right? So there's four, four kaychas, and that part of the uh, segula that causes that caused Nebuchadnezzar to um, to destroy to destroy the base of Mikdash and take and take over was the fact that that he had there was extra, right? There was an imbalance, and there was too much Eish. Okay, may and he brought us out for salvation. We may haman. When was that may haman? Good. Now, Rabbi Yechanan Pasuk Pesel Bahai Parshasa Mehacha. So he would dash in the following Pasuk Zachar Chasa Munasa Levais Yisrael. They remembered his Chesed and Emunah Levais Yisrael. Rabbi Klasay Aretz Yisrael Salakenu that everybody all all gathered in the world saw the Yeshua of Hashem. Amos I Rabbi Klasay Aretz Yisrael Salakenu that was be made Mordechai the Esther. That's when it occurred. Rishakish Pasuk Pesel Bahai Parshasa Mehacha. Ari Noyhem the lion roars. V'dayv Shekek the bear growls. Moshel Rasha Al Am Dal. Okay, that a Rasha rules over a poor nation. What does this mean? Ari Nahem Zebuchanetzer. The Muchanetzer referred to as the lion, Harasha. What does it mean that the bear growls? So Zachashverish, that's the bear. I saw a second beast. He's referring to the different Malchus that will rise. So the second beast that he saw in his Chalim, in his dream, was. A dove was a bear, right? It's referring to the Malchus of um, Madai. Betani Rav Yosef, Elu Parsim. Well, it's Parsim, Shalichlin. It was the same, sorry, it was a Parsim. Paras and Madai, they kind of had like a power sharing. It was uh, in the same 
Persian and the Medes. That they ate like bears or mesarvalin basar. They were uh, balbasar, right? They had plenty, plenty of uh, right. They were they were they were fat kedayv umagadlin sar kedayv. They were hairy like a bear. Okay, they had no menucha like a bear. Moshal Rasha. So again, in the pasuk, it's saying that the bear, the ari Nahim, the the dave sheikik, and then Moshal Rasha al Amdal that there was a Rasha ruling over a poor nation. What, is, what does that mean? Rasha is a Haman al Amdal el Yisrael shame Dalman mitzvah the poor mitzvah. Rabbi Lazar pasul chapiskel high parshasim meyacha baatzal tayim with laziness yimach hamikra hamikra. Okay, that the roof will collapse. Over shiflus yadayim yidleif habayis. Okay, again, by uh, not doing what you have to, it causes the house to have leaks. What's the point over here? That Yisrael was, there was an referring to So the fact that we, the Yisrael, did not learn Torah, it made, uh, that, it made it that, that what's, that's what caused HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be poor, that he couldn't help us. What does it mean that the collapse, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu's support, will collapse from us? What is, how do we see the Mikra as refers to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Okay, so again, Darshaning Psukim over here, uh, as, an, as an entrance, right, as a beginning to talk about uh, Purim. Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak Pasal Pismal, or Geras, Right, Igaris Aparam. Ram Nachem When is this occurring? That when when was there that Yerman Yisrael Lulei Hashem Shahayolanu? Not for Hashem that where we would have been destroyed. Become Aleinu Adam, right? That our Kaddish Baruch Hu was there for us when a man rose up against us. And what's strange about Adam over here is Adam Olei Melech. Normally, when we think about getting getting uh, toppled, right? It's a melech comes and destroys. But here, there was just one person, Hama. He was the cause of it. Okay, they didn't even take a melech, but it was an adam. Rabba pasal hai pisla hai parshas mehecha. sadikim, when sadikim are exalted, yismach ha'am. Then people are happy. But Moshe Rasha, when a Rasha rules, Yanach Am, right? Then they groan, they sigh. But Rabba Sadikim Yismach Am, so that's Mordechai, the Esther, the Chseba, Yershushan, Salav, Samecha. Right? We see that everybody was happy. But Moshe Rasha, Yanach, um, that when a Rasha is in charge, it causes people to sigh or groan, Zehaman, the Chseba, Yershushan, Nabaycha. Ramasna, Amar, Mehacha, Kimi, Goygadol. Okay? This is the passage that he started with, Nashar, Loya, Lekim, Kroivim, Elav. Ravashi, Amar, Mehacha, Ayanisa, Lekim. Right, again, this is uh, that's obviously the Purim story that Kaddish Baruch Hu was near, meaning he, he, was, he listened to us, right? We ended up getting saved. So too, that's the Pasuk that Kaddish Baruch Hu, again, will save Klai in times of trouble, referring to the Purim story. So, okay, woe, woe is to us. So, Rav is saying that what, what, what was in the Teichacha, in Kisavai, of saying that you will be sold to your enemies, right? We were sold, right? That Achashverosh essentially sold us to Haman. Give back the money, but he, we were sold to Haman, right? So, that, and that, 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 that came, unfortunately came true. Like, what was to us? So what does that mean? The Pasuk, that right, I wasn't disgusted. Meaning, as as bad as we were, it wasn't enough that we were going to get destroyed. That's referring to Okay, that's referring to the times of the Kasdim. That how did Hakadosh Baruch Hu 
how did it manifest itself that he was not ma'astim, that even then he gave us, even in the times of the Kasdiyim, he gave us Chanani Mishel Vazar, we had Shemana Tzadik there, so we always had somebody, even in the bad times, to kind of help us through. Right? We had the times of the Chashmanayim, the times of the Yivanim, there were still, we had the Chashmanayim, and we had Chashmanayim Vanov Umatasya, that's Matasya Yuklein Gadol. Okay, lechalay sam. Again, we're just going through the pasuk. Lechalay sam to destroy them. When did that occur? Or when, did, when was there a plot for that? Okay, and so we see again, Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't allow as bad as things were. Didn't allow us to be completely destroyed. Lahafer brisi itam. When was that? Bimei parsim. Shamati lahem shall base Rebbe v'chachmei doyros. Kiani Hashem lekechem laasid lavai shein kol umav alashin yichon lishlet bahem. Then nobody lost it, love, nobody's been able to touch Klai Yisrael. Okay, again, another Pasuk. Uh, if they don't dry, drive out. And what he was trying to, trying to say is here's the root cause of why the Torah is telling you when you capture the land, it was there, it was talking about Canaan. When you capture the land, that, that the enemy, if you don't drive them out of the land, when you take over the land, they're going to be like thorns in your side, okay, or toothpicks in your eyes, okay, they're, they're going to cause you problems. So again, the root cause over here, we see that what happened, that um, we didn't destroy, the times of Shul, they didn't destroy, didn't destroy Amalek, and look who, look who rose up, Haman came from that. Um, that I will pay them back as they try to do to you. Right, so just like the Rishayim, meaning Haman tried to destroy us, he got destroyed. Okay, now um, let's now pretty much for the next few blot, we're going to go through the uh, Megillah, pretty much pasuk by pasuk, and then it's going to uh, explain, explain, um, explain. It's going to explain a, a lot of different things. We're going to bring a lot of different members throughout the Megillah, but in order of the Megillah from here. Okay, so now Achashverosh Amarav. What, why did it say by Himi Achashverosh? What were we trying to say? What's, what do we shtel on the name Achashverosh? Amarav Achiv Shal Roish Shal Roish. That he was like a brother of, 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 of Roish, and a Megillah is like a copycat. He, he, right, he tried to imitate, he was an imitator. Who? Achiv Shal Roish, Achiv Shal Nebuchadnezzar. Of Nebuchadnezzar, Rasha, Shenikra Roish, Shenemar. Because we saw Nebuchadnezzar is called a Roish. That's why we called him Ach Roish, right? Achashverosh is like a brother to the other person who's called Roish, that's Nebuchadnezzar. Shenemar's Pasuk says, Unto Reisha didahava, okay. That the pasuk of Daniel calls Nebuchadnezzar a rosh. Ben Gilosh rosh. How is he an imitator? Who harag Nebuchadnezzar was a killer. Who bikesh laharag Achashverosh wanted to be a killer. Who hechriv Nebuchadnezzar destroyed. Who bikesh lahachriv. Okay, that Achashverosh wanted to destroy. Now, what does that mean? Shenemar machus Achashverosh betchilas machus like kasfu sitna al yeshve Yehuda biyushalayim. That there was an accusation. Right now, what happened? This is we're going to discuss this a little further when we talk about the timeline. But what happened was that um, after, uh, before Nebuchadnezzar, b- before Achashverosh um, came to power, there was uh, uh, Daryavesh and Kairish. We made Kairish that Klai Yisrael actually were allowed to go up and start building the base of Mikdash. And we're going to see. We're going to, that's where we're going to end the daf today. That uh, even though they, you know, and, and they funded the construction of the base of Mikdash, but they didn't necessarily take the bull by the horns and do it. Now, in the meantime, Achashverosh came to power, and then they lobbied. There were a bunch of people, people who didn't like Klai Yisrael, lobbied that uh, 
lobbied Achishverosh to stop, to halt the destruction, the, the, the building of the second base on Mikdash, and that's what happened. So that's what we're saying over here, that he wanted to destroy, that he stopped the building, is essentially the same as, just like Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the base on Mikdash, Achishverosh stopped the building, construction of the second base on Mikdash, so it's essentially he was a destroyer as well. B'Shmol Amar, Okay, why do we call him Ach What does that mean? Shahushkuru Kedera. That the, the faces of Klai Yisrael were blackened. Okay, like the like the bottom of a pot. Okay, meaning that what does that mean? That refers to being depressed. And I heard it actually refers to back. We talked about Nebuchadnezzar, he came by Ba'esh. How do you burn something? Ba'esh. Ba'esh, right? And there's not enough amount of water. We said that he affected the imbalance of the four things that control the, the, the stability of the world. They came by Eish, so that is why Kishulei uh, Kedera burned, right? The Eish burned Kishulei Kedera like the bottom of a pot. But it really means like de- depressed, right? That there was, there was a major depression, just like the times of the first base of Mikdash, when the first base of Mikdash was getting destroyed, so everybody was depressed, so too by Achashverosh it caused a depression. Anybody who mentions Achashverosh, what does it say? Achlareshi. Pain in my head. a pain in my head. I have a headache. Rav Hanina, Amar Shakol Nashim Roshim Biyamov. That why is he called Achashverosh? Because everybody became poor. He 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 was like right like an African uh, what's it called? He took the money from everybody. Shenemar Vayasam Amelch Achashverosh Mas. Okay, that he taxed, he overtaxed them. That he took all his constituents' money. Who Achashverosh? Okay, so why is Pesach Bahimi Achashverosh? Who Achashverosh? Who Berishay Mitchilas Vatsayfoy? Okay, so we're saying the who refers to Achashverosh, that he was Berishay. Now we're going we're gonna to have a bunch of Rishayim over here. Who Asab? Who Berishay Mitchilas Vatsayfoy? Who Dasim Arir Haim Berishay Mitchilas Vatsayfoy? Who Amelech Achaz? Who Berishay Mitchilas Vatsayfoy? Okay, and then Keneged, these five, we have who Avram, is it four or five? Uh, I think it's five. Okay. Um, who Avraham, Avraham, who Avram, who had Sidka Mitchas Vat Saifu, Aaron, and Mashabit Sikasa Mitchas, and Vat Saifu, David, who Akatan, who Bakanusa Mitchas Vat that he was, uh, he had humility, Mitchas Vat Saifu, we see the, we see the, the Mida of humility by David, Okay, the, the, that's what he's talking about. That is his rabbi. That this was the character trait. Even when he became a melech, he did the same thing. That he learned Torah from Achi Teufel, but he submitted, even as a melech, he submitted himself to somebody who was greater than him in Torah. And I saw it brought down that the riff brings down that these, fi- that these five were connected each other. Meaning Nimrod, Avram was connected. Nimrod, uh, David was connected. Esav, Moshev Aaron, that they were, there was a balance of the who's, of the Russias and the who. The who's who, right? The who, who's of the Russia connected the who's of the tzaddikim. Hamolech, right? So the pasuk may hashveresh hamolech may hoidu bad kush. So what does that mean? Amarav shamolech may atzmai. He pointed himself king. Okay, meaning that amrulah leshvach, amrulah legnai, amrulah leshvach. Some say that this is a shvach to him. Delay have inish the chashav lamalka kavase. Right, that he was the only one. He was the clear winner. So really, he wasn't fit for royalty. And it was because he paid for it. Okay, that's why he ended up getting it. Okay, um, so he ruled. Achashverosh ruled from Hoidu Kush. So what does it mean, Hoidu? Right, it's a question of, we're saying from one end of the earth to the other. No, really, we're not talking about the geography, when we say Mehudu Lakush, we're talking about the effect of his power, meaning that they were very close. 
And then what, what is the Pasuk coming to say? Just like he was able to maintain control over Hoidu and Kush, which were very close to him, so too, even though he controlled the whole world, he was able to control them with a power as if they were very close, even though they were very far, even though it was spread apart. Similarly, we see this same concept by Shloima. It says, Okay, so he was able to um, rule over on all sides. So we see the same that when we say that Shlomer ruled over Tifsach and Aza, so one Mandamar says that they were different sides of the world. You know that they were, again, we're not talking about how far the geography was spread apart, but rather the, his ability to control, that they were really close to each other. Okay, the Pasuk says, that's the next part. That's the next part of the uh, Megillah. Okay, that's that was the rule. One hundred twenty-seven countries. He started with seven, and then he parlayed it into twenty, into a, in, in, into another hundred. Elameata. I so then why don't we learn the same thing You're darshaning the, the the increments increments of a count of years. Like, or an increment of accounts of countries. So what are you going to darshan out of there? So the Gemara says, no, you don't have to darshan all of them, just this one. Why? Shani hacha to kroy yuserahu. It's an extra pasuk. Why michti? The pasuk was coming to tell us how effective or encompassing Ahasuerus' rule was. So it already said, mehoi divad kush. Sheva ve'esrim me'a medina lamali. Why do I need to tell you 127 countries? Shema So therefore we have to darshan it because I already was able to know uh, the effect of his rule based on the first part of the pasuk. If they're far apart, if they're, if they're next to each other, then no. Because either way, the pasuk is coming to tell you that they're next. He controlled over the whole world, like it was like like they were next to each other. So either way, either way, it's telling you yeah, control the whole world. The whole world, unless I knew there was all the Medinas. Huh? If they're next to each other, how do I know it means the whole world? Why do you have to? What, why does he have to say that? The Mark not discuss that they were next to each other. No, that's that's just the way they dar- that's just the way they darshan. But either way, it means just like it doesn't mean that he just ruled over those. No, what, why is it telling you what what he ruled over? It means he ruled over the whole world. Bekiva. It goes into the asking too many questions on Agadita. I was going to wait a little while to pull out that card, but I don't know how many times I have to use that card. Okay, Bekiva. Okay, there were three people who ruled over the entire world. As Taisa says, Shlesham Malchu B'chol Olam Kuloi. Okay, the globe. Ve'eloheim Achav Achashresh and Vuchan Netzar. Achav Dechsev Chaya Shem Lakecha. So Achav made everybody swear that in Yesh Goyim Alocha Shaloishalach Adoni Shem Levak Sheikh. That he was making everybody swear. He was looking for Elisha. He couldn't find him. And he made everybody swear. Ve'eloi Dehava Malach Halayu Hechi Matzi so if he, if he, how could he force everybody to make a shvua if he didn't rule over it? So it must be he ruled over the entire world. Okay, that's one. Right, so the Pasuk is saying that everybody fell under Nebuchadnezzar's rule. Okay, that we said he ruled over the whole world. Now, Tissus just points out over here that also, what about Alexander the Great? We're talking about people written. There were other rulers of the entire world in history, but we're talking about the ones written in the Psukim. Okay. 
Now, Simen Shazdach. Vesuleka, really? There's nobody else who ruled over the entire globe? Vayika Shleima. What about Shleima Bel? So the Gemara says, Because if we know, Shleima ruled over the entire world, but then he got deposed. He left. The shade, right? The whole story we had there. Um, well, it was a machlekes whether he ever came back to, to, to rule. So that, that, that makes sense according to Mandamar Melech Vehedya. So we're not going to count him because he didn't finish out. We're saying that three were able to rule the world and essentially uh, until they died, right? So he, if he got deposed, right, if he left, so then he left the Malchus, so then we're not going to count him. That's good if he never came back. That he did come back to power. So the Gemara says, you know what? Really fine. He ruled over the world, but we couldn't say that he ruled over the world because he ruled over a lot more than the world. And therefore, he fits in, he's in a different category altogether. He's in a different category. And not only did he rule over the world, the physical world, but he was able to rule over the Yoinim as well, the Shadim. Mazikim, okay, he was able to rule over everything. Shenemar, Hashem. Where was he sitting? Al Kisei Hashem. Right, so he ruled over the Yoinim as well, and therefore we're not going to put him in the same category as Nebuchadnezzar, Achashverosh, and Achav. Okay, Vahava Sancherev. What about Sancherev? Dechsid mi Asher Artsam Right, he said, I, I, I took over everything. So the Mar says, well, except for one, Ha'ekei Yushalayim, Dele Kavsha. Sancherev was never able to. Uh, take to, to capture Yushalayim, and therefore it's not the whole world. What about What did he write? I'm writing to all nations, all languages. Okay, uh, or sorry, Shalmachain. So he's writing to the whole world. The Shalom peace should multiply. Okay, so right, so we see he ruled over the world. He's writing to the whole world. So the Gemara says, "No, that there were seven seven lands that he didn't dechsev." Shefar kedem dar yavesh or shefar kadam dar yavesh vehikem al machuse laachash dar penaya mea veesrim. So we see he really only had hundred and twenty, only hundred and twenty countries, and not hundred and twenty-seven. So he was missing seven. You're talking about people who ruled over the world. What about Kairish? God gave me to rule over all lands. So the Gemara says, He was, he was lying. Okay, he was, uh, right? he, he, was, uh, he was exaggerating. Okay, he was saying, I got the whole world. But he didn't really. Okay. Now, so, before we start this, I have a little bit of a, a time chart. Let's discuss some history, just for some fun. So I have a time chart here, and I'll post it in the chat as well, in the PDF. Color-coded time chart, okay? So, like we said, so let's, let's go through the timeline here. It's just going to be important to understand. Like we said, and I, I started earlier in this year, that the Gullus, the Gullus, Gullus of Klai Yisrael did not happen all at once so too the redemption that happened once. So that's how we have the ability. We know that, how long was the Gullus? 70 years. So how do we have, we have the ability to have, create errors or have multiple 70 year counts depending on at what point of the Gullus you decide started and what point it ended. Okay, so we know it has to be 70 years. So let's just walk through the timeline if you go on the left over here. So Nebuchadnezzar came to power in 3319. He took, took over from the Assyrians, Rashi says, Okay, um, that capital city of Ninveh. So he took over, Nebuchadnezzar took over in the year, the Jewish year, 3319. In his second year, meaning one year later, 3320, Yushalayim was captured. Okay, now, 
3327. So Yerushalayim captured. So that would be, that would be a, we'll call it Gullus number one, or first part of the Gullus. Then seven, so, and, and Yehoyakin was a puppet king. Okay, he left the king. So basically, Nebuchadnezzar came, captured Yerushalayim, left Yehoyakin there. Yehoyakin played the game for a couple years, and then he decided he wasn't doing it anymore. And he rebelled for a while. Nebuchadnezzar, until it could get enough, enough of a, a pain for him, took him a few years. Eventually, he comes back to Yerushalayim and kills Yehoyakim. Okay, you rebelled against me. And puts in his son, Yehoyachin. Okay, Galos Yehoyachin. Okay, and um, so, few, right, so the, a few months later, so he puts in Yehoyachin, and then there's a Galos Yehoyachin. Okay, so again, the, that's Galos number two, it's 3327. So 3320 is the original kibush. Yehoyachin um, dies, and then there's Galos Yehoyachin, or Yechanya, in Yechanya Melch Yehuda, that's 3327, seven years later. Okay, so seven years after the original one or eight years into his reign. Then you have the base of Mikdash actually 11 years late, later. So Tzidkiyahu was king. Tzidkiyahu also played the game for a little while until he decided to rebel. So he rebelled, okay, and then Nebuchadnezzar said, you know what, I had enough. Came, destroyed Yerushalayim, destroyed the base of Mikdash, destroyed everything. That was in the year 3338. Okay, then 3364 is Nebuchadnezzar dies and his son, Evel Moraydach, comes to power. He frees Yehoyachin. Then, okay, then uh, uh, 22 years later, okay, so he, he, he lasts for 22 years or 23 years. Again, we're going we're gonna to talk about some of the, the years over here. So the timeline is fixed, right, as far as years in the counting of the world. But as far as how they counted, because if you remember in Rosh Hashanah, we discussed that you can count the king in, in, for two years. It could be one, a, a, a year reign of one king, of the previous king and also of the next king. So that plays with a little bit of the counting over here and you'll see, I'll, I'll discuss this in a second and the Gemara is going to discuss it, so we'll point it out. So in 3386 or thereabouts, Abel Moredach dies and Belshazzar comes to reign. Belshazzar decides that he's going to, make, he's going to create a count. Okay, he counts 70 years. Okay, what we're going to say is that he made, a, he made a mistake anyways in two parts. Number one, he started counting from the wrong gullus. He started counting too early. And uh, number two, he also counted two kings, like we said. He counted, uh, he counted a year twice because there were two kings. He was counting kingships okay, when it was really, he was one year short. But anyways, in 3388, um, so Belshazzar uh, decides to throw a party. Okay, brings out the king of Esamikdash. He says 70 years up. I guess, I guess it's not happening. Kalachistral is not getting the Geula, okay? And then the famous story with the handwriting on the wall, okay? And then he dies that night. And Daryavesh... What year was that? 3388, or thereabouts. 3388 or thereabouts. Um, so, so Belshazzar, okay, Belshazzar dies. Daryavesh, Daryavesh uh, comes to rule, okay? Then you have a couple kings. So in 3390, Daryavesh dies, and Kairish... Okay, this is Daryavish number one. Daryavish number two is actually Esther's son later. Okay, um, that's Daryavish number one. And this is Kairish number one as well, Cyrus the Great. So he, now in 3390, so he, when he came to power, this was the first Kairish we discussed before, he actually allowed Kali Yisrael to start building the base of Mikdash again. Okay, so again, we see 3390 is a Gullus if you go back to what? 3320, 70 years after 3320, which is... That's the, that was the Kibush Yushalayim. So that, there is a, a 70 years there that did happen, okay? Um, now, what happens? Kurish dies, and then Ahasuerus comes to power, and he stops the Binyan Beis Mikdash in 3393. And then in 3395, he waits a couple years, he recalculates. We'll see. He says, hey, you know what? I got, 
I got 70 years, even though it's only 68 from 33, 27. If you see, I color-coded them. The yellows are matching up what they were counting. So Ahasuerus was counting from one yellow to the next. It's only 68 years. We'll discuss why he thought it was 70. But anyways, he made a mistake because he started counting from the wrong time. So he makes, Ahasuerus says, okay, like Belshazzar, Gula is not happening, 70 years. So makes a feast. Okay, we know the Purim story. In 3399, takes four years after he kills Vashti and all that. Um, he, he takes Esther as a queen. Remember, we discussed this yesterday. There was a quite a bit of time from the beginning of the Megillah why we waited. Why, really, the Megillah could have started later because the whole thing of Haman happened way later. We start with the, with, 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 with the feast of Ahasuerus, but really the feast happened, uh, you know, 10 years, almost 10 years before, before Haman came to power and the Xeris Haman. 3399, like we said, that's when uh, Esther becomes queen. 3404, five years later, is the Xeris Haman. Okay, and the Afaras, right, the whole story, the Purim story. 3405 is the Mochemes, uh, with when the Yehudim beat their Oiveim, and that's when Haman and his sons get hung. 3406, Ahasuerus dies. Dar number two, comes, right, Esther's son becomes king. So we see he must have been very young. So you imagine Esther had quite an influence over him, because if, if uh, Ahasuerus uh, took Esther as a queen in 3399, so... Um, 3406, so he was, he, was a, he was a little kid, seven years old or something, at, at max seven years old, okay? Anyways, 3408 is when Daryavish allowed the, uh, resumed, allowed the Kali the, the, to resume the second base of Mikdash, and the base of Mikdash was built in 3412. So now, just to go from right to left over here, so what was Belshazzar's cheshben? So the, like we said, there's different, so he decided that he was gonna count from, what, how do I count 70 years? From when Nebuchadnezzar was king, and then we see it goes until the second red, 3388, which is when Belshazzar died. And like you see on the bottom, I totaled that it. it's only 69 years. The Gemara is going to discuss that, that he counted one year twice because he was counting rules, who was ruling, and there, were, there was, in the switchover, um, he lost a year. Ahasuerus' cheshben, again, he went, he counted from when Yehoyakin, the Golis Yechanya, Yehoyakin died the Golis of Yechanya, that's when he counted from. Okay, so 3327, and he counted, that was the Mishnah Ahasuerus, 3395, that's going to be 68 years, the Gemara is going to address that, what happened to two years, again, same idea, there'll be two years uh, that Ahasuerus counted, because he was counting rules of kings, not years in timelines, because that's how they counted in those days, they didn't have like a, you know, they, they only cared about kingships, right, when did I start, when did I, it, was, it was all about who ruled when, and they didn't necessarily count things in the year, you know, 2021, 2022, 2023, you know. Um, and then what's the actual cheshman that I did in green is 3338 to 3408. So we see that it was 70 years. So either way, we see all three is they had a reason to say 70 years. They were counting from something wrong. Belshazzar started counting way too early when Nebuchadnezzar came to power, not before he even destroyed Yushalayim. Ahasuerus started counting from Gaul Sichanya. And the real cheshman, when the base of Mikdash was actually uh, finally uh, rebuilt or was given permission to be rebuilt was 70 years after the destruction of the Semitash. So now, let's start. Okay, so the king was sitting. We say it was the third year. What does that mean? What was he? Kisheves? He was sitting, settled. Okay, the Ahasuerus was feeling good about his rule, right? Meaning the 70 years, according to my Cheshvan, which we'll get to in a second, has passed. Okay, Belshazzar, Amar Belshazzar, Chishe Vita'a. Belshazzar made a mistake in his count. Anach Hashivna, I will make a calculation, but I won't make a mistake. Mahi Dechsit. The Pasuk says, Lefi Melois Labadal Shivim Shana, Efkoid Eschem. So why? Because the Pasuk says, what is the Pasuk? Where was Belshazzar off? He wasn't just 
picking a number, because the Pasuk says, When they're 70 years into Babel's rule, Babel first came to power in 3319. So Bashatzar said, okay, 70 years from then is one will count. Okay? So again, that the Chorvus Yushalayim, 70 years after the destruction. Okay, So you see, I wrote here that Nebuchadnezzar ruled from 3319 to 3364. Which was really only 22. He counted it as 23 because, again, in the switchover year, we'll see at the end, from Nebuchadnezzar to Evel Meroidach, that year was counted twice because it was both of their rules. But there, he ruled for 45 years and he ruled for 23 years, but it was only a net of, it was only a, a net of, Instead of being uh, 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 68, it was only really 67. And then, Vitlast of Omeroidach, there were three, uh, I'm sorry, Eshmetas of Omeroidach, Vitarti Didei, Hashivim, right? So it was really, he thought it was 68, I count 45 and 23, but really, like I said, there was one year that was double counted. And then two of his own, Sel Bashatzer, Bashatzer says, okay, I'm good. I've got 45, I've got 23, I've got two, I've got 70 years. Then the ghoul is not here. Let's party. Okay. Apik mani de mikdasha. Brought out the candle of the base mikdash. He used those candles. How do we know that Nuchanetzar ruled for 45 years? The Pasuk says, Okay. So now if we go back to our timeline, again, there was a Gullus that is talking about the Gullus Yechanya that was seven or eight years, meaning seven years after the original Kibbutz Yushalayim, eight years into Nebuchadnezzar's reign. 3319 to 3327 or 3320. So that's either seven or eight years. Now, so that's Gullus Yechanya. Okay, that would refer to, and the Gemara will speak this out in a second, that refers to when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. So it was in 3338, which was 18 years after 3320, which was when Nebuchadnezzar first destroyed Yerushalayim, and it's 19 years from when Nebuchadnezzar came to power. Like we said, that's when he destroyed Yehoyakim, okay, meaning that's Golos Yehoyachin. That's when the Golos of Yehoyachin occurred. So it was seven years after the Kibosh of Yerushalayim when he took over Yehoyachin was the Golos Yehoyachin, and it was eight years from when he came to power. Shehi, that was Tikiyo, meaning the destruction of Yisabikta, Shehi Tisha Yisrael Nebuchadnezzar. 18 years after the original Kibosh of Yishalayim was the destruction and destruction, Kibosh of Tikiyo and destruction of Yisabikta, which was 19 years into his reign. Damar Mar, Shana Rishayna Kibosh Nindeh. First year Nebuchadnezzar took power, immediately he takes over Nindeh, right? So he got, that's how he got power. He defeated the Assyrians, right? Who their seat of power was in Nineveh. Shnia Kivish Yachim. Then he sets his sights, comes to Yushalayim in the second year. So we see that 37 years uh, into, okay, which is eight years. So 37 years after Galus Yechanya, which was 33, 27, 38, 38 years later, so we see that what happened, that was, 40, that was 38 years after the, um, after the, the Golos Yechanya, okay, which is, again, Golos Yechanya was, uh, w- was seven years after the original Kibush, eight years of power. So we see Nebuchadnezzar, right? 38, uh, 30, a lot of numbers. Um, 37, right? 37 after seven and one, meaning 37 after eight is 45 years. So we see Nebuchadnezzar over 45 years. Uh, was Malach for 45 years. Now, what, what happened? So, again, Nebuchadnezzar put Yechanya, put Yechanya in jail, and, and uh, Evel Meroidach 
when he came to power, he, he freed him from jail. Okay? Tamni v'taltin sheva harei arba'in v'chamishin v'chanet. So let's say you have 45. Now, v'esrim v'tlas d'avol meroidach. Gemara, we know that it was, that avol meroidach's rule was 23 years. We know that. V'tarti didei, two of Belshazzar. So ha-shivin. Right? Again, we're going back into the cheshben of Belshazzar's cheshben. Omar hashtavade sulei mifriki apu. Right? So the, the gula is not coming. Apigmanid v'me mikdasha v'shtamish bu. Haini d'kamer le Daniel. That is why Daniel said, or on this is what Daniel said, v'amari shemai yisramamta that you rose up against Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and you took out the kalim of the Beisayah of the Beisayah Mikdash. Hitiv, you brought out Kadamach. Uchsev, what did Daniel said? Bad things are going to happen. Beibalayla katil b'shatzer malka kazdoi. That night, b'shatzer dies. Uchsev daryavish mada kabo malchusa. So daryavish number one comes to power. Kvar shnin shitim v'tartin. And Daryavish, at the t- at he was already 62 years old when he came to power, defeated Belshazzar. Okay. Amar ihu. Okay, so now, Achashver said to himself, ihu mitatai. So Belshazzar again made a mistake. He counted 45, 23, which anyways he made a mistake because really on 22, and two of his own, and counted to 70. So he said, Ah, you know where Belshazzar was wrong? He started counting from when Nebuchadnezzar came to power. Well, that's not right. The Babel Ksiv, my Lebabel, the Golas Babel. So he says, You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the Golas Babel, which is one, Golas Yechanya. Not sure, not sure why Achashverish felt so confident in his uh, starting point, but he did. Okay. Kama Bitsirin Tamni. So he's eight years off, right? Because 3327 was Golas Yechanya, 3319 was when Nebuchadnezzar. So he said, Okay, there's eight more years. What are the eight years? Well, one of Belshazzar. Okay, V'chamesh, meaning the one year of Belshazzar, which is, um, which is after his two years, meaning the one year that he died in, okay, that year. V'chamesh to Daryavish, so I got five of Daryavish and Kairish. Daryavish and Kairish were a total of five years. V'tarti didei, two of Achashverish, right? So one, uh, two, five, and one is, eight, is, is, um, sorry. Chazal V'chamesh to Daryavish and Kairish, V'tarti didei, and two of his, so he's got eight. V'tarti didei, so he's got eight. Hashavin, like we'll see in a second, it's seven, but it's eight. Keeping the Chazi, the Malush, uh, I'm sorry, Hashivin. So now we have 70, sorry. So he said, I'm missing eight from 3319 to 3327. So now I've just found these eight years. One of Belshazzar, five of Kurish Yavish, six, and two more of my own, says Achashverosh. Now I'm good, I got my 70 years. Hashivin, keeping the Chazi, the Malush, Shivin, Vilay Ifrik, Amar Hashtavadi, Sulay Mifriki. Okay, again, he made the same thing. He, he said the same thing. You know what? Gula is not coming. He took out the kiln of the base mikdash. He used them. Basadam berikud beinam. The sultan came and danced. Okay, so the gemara says vaha shaper chashiv. What do you mean? What was wrong with Achashverosh? It's cheshbon. He started with galus yichanya. So the gemara says ihu nami mitzatay di baila the mimni mechavetz yishlam. He should have counted from the base mikdash was destroyed, which is in thirty three thirty eight, not in thirty three twenty seven from galus yichanya. So he's missing eleven years. So the gemara says okay. An interesting way to do math over here, but right. So, what was the difference in time between Galus Yechanya and when the Beis Mikdash was destroyed? Well, that was eleven years. Okay, this was in the third years of Achashverosh's reign. Okay, now if you add eleven, that's fourteen. Guess what? Achashverosh lived for ruled for fourteen years. So, if you're now in the fourteenth year of Achashverosh's reign, then the Beis Mikdash should have been built. Right, we're just filling in the numbers over here. Fuzzy math. That actually, that um, 
that uh, that Achashverosh, that, uh, right, he stopped and did not allow the, the building of the Mishkan. So Amarava, like we already have explained, and we went through the timeline initially, Shanim Mikutais Havu, there were years that were Muvla. So there were two years, meaning in the switchover of, in Achashverosh's Cheshvan, it was Daryavish and Kairish. And Kurish to Achashverosh, those years he counted twice. So there were really only 68 actual years, if you see over here, but he counted them as 70 because he was counting uh, years of king's rules. Taninami Hachi, as we saw by Belshazzar, okay, that really there was another, when Babel was in charge, meaning who was, who was the Malchus Babel? Nebuchadnezzar and Evel Moraidach. Those were Malchus Babel. That was, and then, right, they were defeated by. Um, um, uh, Belshazzar was defeated by the Medes, right? So Gullus Bavel in the switchover from uh, Nebuchadnezzar to Evel Moraidach, there was really another year there, and really that was Muvla, okay? And Vamadar Yavish Vishlima. Okay, where do we, Daryavish was, it actually the 70 years, what we're saying is if you want to calculate the 70 years, it actually the 70 years, even according to Belshazzar's, would have been in Daryavish. Meaning he was off even on his own cheshman. Not only was he off on where he started to count from, but he was off a year because he double counted uh, the year, uh, he double counted the year that Nebuchadnezzar died and Evan Moradach came to power. Amarav, after Daniel, by Chushbana, Daniel also made a mistake in cheshman, Ani Daniel, binoisi bisvarim. Okay, that I understood, meaning I had to, I had to work it out. Be nicey besvarim. Be nicey the ta. Meaning he had to understand, meaning he had to work it out that he made a mistake initially. So now, one second, let's just quickly, a few more lines. Become a dadi. So Lamaisa, we don't understand. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk said, Melois Lebavel. 70 years, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, after Bavel comes to power, I will build the base on Mikdash. So I don't understand. We said 70 years after Babel comes to power. Belshazzar's count couldn't, wasn't wrong. So Malay Slabel Yushalayim. And then we also say 70 years after destruction of Yushalayim. What the Gemara is asking is that there are, you can start counting from both of those, either from 3319 or from 3338. Either way, Achish was wrong. But either one of those, the Pusik, either one would be valid according to the Psukim to start the count from. So how do you reconcile that? Amarava Lefkida Ba'alma. No, when we said Malay Slabel 70 years of when Babel comes to power, there'll be a Pekida. That will be only to build. And if you look, and if you look, go 70 years past, past, um, well, it's actually 3320, okay, or thereabouts, uh, sorry, 3390. So if you, it's 70 years past when the original Gullah started, meaning the Kibish Yushalayim. And that's how you reconcile the Pasuk. So really, 70 years in, there was some sort of gullus, meaning that that's when Kurish allowed them to start building the base of Mikdash. It was stopped in the times of Achashverosh. So we see that the Pasuk is, is referencing an earlier gullus, which did in fact come true. Right, Kurish allowed them to build. What does it mean that he said to his Mashiach, Kurish, Asherich Zakti Biyamenu, Vichy Kurish Mashiach, was Kurish Mashiach, why are we calling Kurish Mashiach? Mashiach. Kodesh Baruch Hu said to, to, to Mashiach, Okay, that I, Kodesh Baruch Hu complained to Mashiach about Kodesh, meaning, I gave him permission to build the base of Mikdash, okay, meaning that we said, we alluded to in the Pasuk that there would be a building of the base of Mikdash, even after 70 years of the original Kibush Yushalayim, that Kodesh Baruch Hu was complaining to Mashiach that Kurish didn't seize the opportunity. He basically, Kurish announced, whoever wants to go up, go up, 
right? It was a, this was this should have been a right. And Kachadosh Baruch was complaining to Mashiach that if I gave him permission to to right to build this glorious thing, and if it was supposed to happen now, I mean everything happened. It wasn't really up to the king. It was really up to Kachadosh Baruch. Kachadosh Baruch decided the the, the gulls was over now, and he and 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 therefore, the, so what Kachadosh Baruch was complaining that the king should have seized the opportunity a lot more. He should have pushed the agenda as opposed to saying it's optional. Whoever wants to go up can go up and build. And some people went up. Very few people went up to go build the base of Mikdash. It was a pretty it was a pretty uh, pathetic. Uh, a, a showing an appearance. So Kodesh Baruch was complaining to Mashiach, saying that Kodesh did not take the uh, seize the opportunity to build the base of Mikdash.